there. I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to Graced Health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating, movement, and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. Today's question on this Ask the Trainer uh, episode, which is where I answer questions you may have about your eating movement or how they work together. The question is, how can I warm up without a mat? Or how can I warm up on this uh, doing sprints on the track? We are in a series and ask the trainer series of just talking a little bit about the track. We've talked a lot some about track etiquette, why I want you exercising or trying a track workout. And today we are talking about warming up at the track. Everybody has different ways that they like to warm up their body. So what I'm going to share with you today is just one idea. But what I'm going with is the vision that you show up at the track, maybe after work, or first thing in the morning, I'm as I'm recording this, it's like a million degrees outside. So I'm acutely aware of trying to get out there first thing in the morning. And your body may not be awake, or it may have been pretty sedentary. And so I'm going in with that assumption. Now, again, you can do a lot of other different things, but I'm going to share with you some ways that you can warm your body up. And I want you to be aware of some things that you can do to number one, prevent injury. And number two, make sure that you are getting the best workout that you can. The first thing I would encourage you to do is to walk around uh, one loop, maybe two, depending on what your fitness level is, at a moderate pace. So we're just trying to get the blood flowing. We're trying to get everything moving and either waking up our body or rewaking it up after a day of work and just walk around a loop. Remember, one loop around the track is typically 400 meters. So you're going either, and that's a quarter mile. So you're either going a quarter mile or half mile of just kind of getting everything going. Then what I like to do is on the last part of the first or of the second loop, I will do some walking lunges with a twist. The reason I add the twist is it's important to move our connective tissue in a lot of different ways. Walking lunges is that forward and backward motion, just like we're doing when we run. When we add the twist, it is starting to help hydrate that connective tissue. And when I say a twist, I just mean take your elbows or your upper body and twist it over your bent knee. So take a lunge, lunge forward with your right foot, twist your left elbow over your right knee, and then come back and then do the other side. I typically do about 10 on each side because I really want to make sure that it is good and warmed up. Side note, if you heard the podcast episode with Ron Williams, former Mr. Universe, he does 400 meters of walking lunges, <laughs> it, which blows me away. Anyway, that's a lot of walking lunges. I thought at one point, I thought, oh, I wonder if I could do that. And then I did like 20 meters and I thought, I'm not really quite sure I want to do that. So anyway, do some walking lunges and add a twist. Don't feel like you have to go around the whole 400 meter unless you want to. Then the next thing that I do is I utilize the steps. 
If you are at a track and they have some bleachers, this is a great way you can use the bleachers, you can use some steps going up to that. And what I do is I step up, say with my right foot to I typically go to the second step, you can go to the first, you can go to the third, depending on your conditioning level, or how long your legs are, step up, and then I do a back extension. So I take that, if I'm stepping up with my right foot, I'm taking my left foot back. Now I'm not arching my foot, arching my back, I'm just raising that up. What that does is it activates all of our smaller glute muscles. Yes, we absolutely use our glutes when we run, but those are Uh, what we tend to think of is our gluteus maximus. That's our biggest muscles back there. It's actually our biggest muscle in our body. But we also have about five or six different muscles that go horizontally in that same region. We want to wake them up so they are activated and they are ready to go as well. I do this about 20 times on each side. Again, that's just where my body is. I will also say that Uh, while I am not perfect at doing things, I do have a lot of strength in my legs and my glutes. And so this is something that's easy for me. If you're not used to doing that, I recommend starting with maybe 10 on each side. Then what I do is I turn and I face to the side of the step. I will step up and then raise my leg out to the side while rotating that knee in. So it's an internal rotation rather than having our toe up. If you have a dance background, your natural thing that you're going to want to do is take that toe and raise it up. But what I want to challenge you to do is rotate that knee in. And I like to say lead with your heel, not because you're bending your ankle, but because you're rotating that foot in. When you do that, you are activating your gluteus medius, which is those muscles on the sides of your butt. Um, Some people think of that more as their hip region. That's a really critical component to number one, uh, having as much power as possible. But number two, and in my mind, more importantly, it's to keep you safe because that will help activate those muscles. It will stabilize your femur, your thigh bone, which will help prevent knee injuries. So that's a really important one to do. So again, we're at the track workout, do the walk around, do some walking lunges, do about uh, 10 to 20, whatever works for you, step ups with the back extension, and then step ups with the side extension. Typically, that's enough to get me going. Sometimes I will also add in a figure four stretch. So I just stand and I cross one ankle over the other and I push my hips back. That's a great stretch after those side extensions because it will also kind of stretch that gluteus medius and other muscles in your glute region. Now, if you want to add on a little bit more or do something different, you can also uh, utilize the hurdles. If the if there are hurdles out there, there's typically two different sizes. I would I'm five like five four on a tall day, so I would absolutely get the shorter ones. Depending on your height, you can get a shorter one or a taller one. I'm not really sure what their height is off the top of my head, but you can kind of stand in front of them and and bring your legs around. That's really great for moving that femur in the full rotation, or at least a a greater rotation of that ball and socket joint. So that's a good way of moving your body in different ways in preparation for the repetitive motion, believe it or not, of running. 
Uh, there's another term called karaoke, which you may have seen football players doing, but it's kind of running, like stepping to the side and then stepping back and then stepping to the side and then stepping forward. And this is really hard for me to do, even though I'm on YouTube right now, I'm sitting down. And so I can't demo this, but you can look it up. It kind of looks like a little bit of a dance, but that's a really great way of, again, moving in lots of different directions. And so it's just preparing everything for the higher intensity movement of running. Uh, then the other thing that you can think about doing is just pretending like you have a jump rope or take a jump rope with you. Those are nice and portable, but those are great for warming up your calves. Again, lots of power when, especially if you're sprinting, lots of power is used in your calves, in your quads, in your hamstrings, in your glutes. And you want to make sure that you are warming that up. There is one thing I do not want you doing. And I try not to be negative and I try not to, to say, don't do this, but please don't do this. That is run around the track a couple times, take a stretch and then hold it for a while. That is called static stretching. That's a fantastic thing to do when you're done working out. But what static stretching does is you hold that stretch long enough to relax the muscle and tell and, and or until your body knows that it's safe. It's something that it's called the Golgi tendon organ. It releases once it's like, okay, we're in the safe zone. And now we're going to release and now the muscle can release. And that's where you get some flexibility. Flexibility is great but not right before you run or not right before you do some serious intensity workouts or intense workouts. So don't hold a stretch for a long time before you do a track workout. Hold your stretch for a long time after you do. That's called static stretching. The things that I just talked about, all of that is more dynamic stretching. So it's moving our body in the way that we are getting ready to move it. So anyway, I know that that's probably controversial. If you want backup, Pete McCall has been on the show a couple times before, and he has talked about the same thing. We just want to really hold that static stretching until after we work out. That's a really great way to cool down as well. Okay, that is all for today. Come back next week, and I am going to share with you some of my favorite track workouts. Go out there and have a great day. Bye.